You, you, you're doing well, but you're a mean, mad white man. What the f***? Mr. Reagan. All right, I've never done a reaction video before, but I'm going to sit here and watch this segment and react to it. Let's Shut. assume for a moment that I've benefited from my white privilege. Okay, so let's assume that. That's, that's fine. That's yeah, well, that's what you would say. This is the moment that Michael Dyson lost his mind. So let's say, mm. here, let's get precise mm. about this, okay? Jordan Peterson said something that was a bit dismissive, right? Well, you would say that. The reason that he said that was because I think Michael Dyson does believe that Jordan Peterson benefits from his white privilege. <laughs> I mean... So the guy says, that's a good assumption. Let's assume for a moment that I've benefited from my white privilege. Okay, so let's assume that. That's, that's fine. Because he believes it. He believes that that's true. So Jordan Peterson, recognizing that he's dealing with a leftist, recognizing that he's dealing with somebody with these views, says, well, yeah, I mean, of course, that's what you would say. That's yeah, well, that's what you would say. Right, Jordan Peterson's trying to give his perspective on this idea, on this issue. Michael Dyson interrupts him, right? He interjects. He said, that's a good assumption. Now, he knows that, that Jordan Peterson probably doesn't believe in white privilege in the same way he does. So this interjection is sort of an affirmation that that's a good, that's a good thing to say because it's true, right? That's what he's really saying. What he's really saying is, I believe that's true. I want to put that out there. I want to interject just to get this little idea in there that I agree with this. Jordan Peterson recognizes him. He doesn't say, look, don't, don't interject. Don't interrupt me. He just says, yeah, well, okay, fine. That's what you would say. Sort of suggesting there's no real reason for you to interject here. Everybody knows that you think white privilege is a thing. But this absolutely infuriates Michael Dyson. He, he cannot tolerate that Jordan Peterson might be able to anticipate something that he might say. Let's say, mm. here, let's get precise about mm. this, okay? Was that in very individual of you? Was that very individual of you? That's code for, uh, uh, that was racist. You're a racist. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of oversensitivity that we on the right find so infuriating. Why can't we anticipate something that you say? You know, why can't we know, you know, generally what your mindset is and disagree with it without being racist? Why does everything have to be... Um, anyway, whatever. Mm, mm, mm. To what degree is my pre present level of attainment or achievement a consequence of my white privilege. And I don't mean sort of. I mean, do you mean 5%? Do you mean 15%? Do you mean 25%? Do you mean 75%? And what do you propose I do about it? They're good questions. They're excellent questions to get to the, to get to the heart of what these people are talking about over here. You know, the, the pro-political correctness crowd. What do you think the solution is for the, all this injustice, all this stuff that you're talking about? What do you think the solution is for that? It's a great question from Jordan Peterson. What is your end game? Now, let's get precise about one other thing, okay? We'll get precise about one other thing. I think this pissed him off as well. Precise? He does look a little bit mean. <laughs> I love how mean he looks in that thing. Basically, this is an expression that says, I'm very serious about this point. And some people look mean when they're serious. Jordan Peterson, right? This is what I'm saying to you. Why the rage, bruh? You, you, you're doing well, but you're a mean, mad white man. And you're gonna get us right. But you're a mean, mad white man. And you're gonna get us right. And... There it is. I have never seen so much wine and snowflaking. 
There's enough wine in here to start a vineyard. Okay, so in, in part, I do think that he's trying to be a little bit um, hyperbolic. Okay, I mean, he's, he's making puns. He's trying to make the audience laugh. Uh, this is a tactic uh, in debate that's often employed when, when you're losing, right? When you're frustrated. You don't know what point to make next. And throughout this entire debate, Michael Dyson um, and, and the woman, Michelle Goldberg, you know, they're, they're shooting from this idea to that idea. To he, he must lay out 10 to 20 ideas every time he expresses himself. Throwing this idea out, this idea out, this idea. It makes it almost impossible to debate him. It's an unwinnable position, and they know that. They just keep making all these other points to, to kind of distract from the reality that shutting down political discourse is is a bad idea. What Jordan Peterson and Stephen Fry tend to do is they'll respond to one thing or they'll maybe respond to two things. The fact that you ask it in the way you did, dismissive, pseudoscientific, non-empirical, and without justification. Uh, just, he, it's funny because he sits there and he says that Jordan Peterson is being dismissive and he's this angry white man and he's all these horrible things. But then he just goes through this enormous list of ad hominem attacks, like just you know, attack, attack, attack. So I don't think Jordan Peterson is suffering from anything except an exaggerated sense of entitlement and resentment and his own privilege is invisible to him and it's manifest with lethal intensity and ferocity right here on stage. <laughs> I mean, the reality is Michael Dyson is an angry black man. I'm sorry, that's what he is. He's a, he's a black man who happens to be angry at this moment and he's... Uh, He's expressing that anger by calling Jordan Peterson an angry white man. Jordan Peterson did not once attack this guy's integrity or anything like that. I think Stephen Fry did toward the end. He, he kind of talked about his rhetorical style as like that of a snake oil salesman. And I 100% agree with that. Um, but Jordan Peterson didn't make any ad hominem attacks. He definitely didn't make any kind of personal attack on Michael Dyson. So I don't, it's kind of funny. It's definitely a trend of the left to project... I think there, there was this book, um, uh, Rules for Radicals. They will point at the conservatives and say, you guys do this horrible thing. And then it's almost always shown that, that they do it. The, this, the, the, the quotation you talk about, the difference between equality of outcome and equality of opportunity, that's a stayed and retried argument, hackneyed phrase, derived from the halcyon days of the debate over affirmative action. Are you looking for outcomes that can be determined equally, or are you looking for opportunity? This part pissed me off more than any other thing that he said. Way more than mean white guy or whatever it was. A hackneyed phrase from the halcyon days of affirmative action? What? That, what in the world are you talking about? First of all, in halcyon days, I don't even know what he's talking about. That means, like, peaceful, a peaceful time. Like, a nice time. Like, the good old days. Oh, that, okay, that's what he means. The good old days. Fine. Halcyon days. See, this is the trouble with trying to sound smart all the time. If you use big words as much as he uses big words, you sound like you're desperately trying to get people to think that you're smart. Jordan Peterson does the exact opposite of this guy. Jordan Peterson will take a very complicated intellectual idea that's very difficult to understand, and he'll try to bring it down to layman's terms. He'll try to just talk about it using digestible language so that other people can then learn what he's trying to explain to them. Michael Dyson uses all these big words because he doesn't care if you understand what he's saying, right? What he cares about is that you recognize that he's smart, because if he's smart, then it, he's probably right. If I use big enough words, I don't have to make sense. It's like, 
come on, man. Like, the problem is people are smart enough to know that what you're doing is just a desperate attempt to seem smart. I mean, it, you're going to lose respect from people. And you're not losing people's respect because you're black. It just looks, it's kind of embarrassing. You shouldn't do it. Be more like Jordan Peterson. Um, and with regards to my privilege or lack thereof, I mean, I'm not making the case that I haven't had advantages in my life and disadvantages in my life like most people. You don't know anything about my background or where I came from, and it doesn't matter to you because fundamentally I'm a mean white man. That's a hell of a thing to say in a debate. He should have been much more aggressive, I think. Good the, mean, the, the, the mean mad white comment was not predicated upon my historical excavation of your past. It's based upon the evident vitriol with which you speak and the denial of a sense of equanimity among combatants in an argument. So I'm saying again, you're a mean mad white man and the viciousness is evident. Okay. Now you can hear the crowd booing because there is absolutely no viciousness. There is absolutely no viciousness in Jordan Peterson's tone, in his demeanor, the way he's spoken to these, these people. There was a kind of a viciousness when he said, let's, let's be very uh, precise, let's be precise. I don't know, that doesn't, it just doesn't seem like a really mean thing to say, let's be precise. Michael Dyson, he just doesn't have the intellectual capacity to compete uh, against Jordan Peterson um, at this level. This happens a lot on the left where they will have all these precon preconceptions of what the right thinks. They won't have any idea about what people on the right actually think. And I don't even think Jordan Peterson's that far right. And so when they're struck with intellectual arguments that they've never heard before, they don't know how to respond. So they respond in this incredibly vitriolic way. You know, you're a racist, you're, you're a bad person. Well, we're not really bad people. You just lost the argument. That's what happened. In a way, I feel bad for him because I feel like he's just... I don't think he's ruined his career, but he's definitely made himself famous as um, a bit of a jerk. The great thing about this video, just like a lot of other Jordan Peterson's videos, this thing's going to red pill a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going to watch this and be like, okay, the left is... I don't necessarily think Michael Dyson is a, a horrible person probably in person we'd probably get along actually reasonably well but i do think he's a racist so yeah anyway that's it for me if you like this video hit like if you want to see more videos like this please subscribe and if you hate me i'm sorry i i can't help being beautiful good night we have so many people who can't see a fat man standing beside a thin one without coming to the conclusion the fat man got that way by taking advantage of the thin one the trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant it's just that they know so much that isn't so now 